Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. That's the show. And guess who's back from his civil rights march on Juneteenth from last week? I love him. My beautiful, handsome co-host in the Holy Land, Mr. Matt Zucker. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, um, I wasn't at a don't have Juneteenth in Israel, man. Yes, I do. You lie. You were marching, and you were you were you were marching in gay pride parade, and marching for all of it. <laughs> That's why I you left me. I was having a beautiful day out in our historic and biblical homeland in the Sumerian Mountains, the Shomron. It was a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Good. Outstanding. Well, I missed you very much. I, uh, well, you know what? Don't take this the wrong way, but it was so awesome out there. I, I barely thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. You're worse than then you're worse than my co-host from last week. Did you happen no. to listen to the show last week? I did. Of course, you know, on on, on delay of the re the when they released the recording because I couldn't I couldn't listen live because yeah. I didn't get home till late that night. Okay. Well it, no, it was a great show. I had a lot of fun with her. Um it's just uh it's just uh different. <laughs> You and her, I mean, me and her, and you and I. It's just different feel, different vibe, and uh, it was interesting to listen to when I when I went back to listen to it. But it was fun to do the show. I love my producer. Well, you know, apparently, and just for our listeners to know, um, we're going to be switching formats and going to, to video, right? We're going to be doing Zoom broadcasts. Maybe we can get her to join in. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a little problem. We, we're changing formats, everybody. No more commercial breaks, and this is the test show. 60 seconds before we get on the air, our producer says, oh, uh, click on this link so everyone can see you. Meanwhile, I'm in my pajamas. I look terrible. I have bags under my ass. I'm like, no, I don't want people to see me. No, I've got a, I got a, I got a face for radio. I'm an extremely ugly man. I am not attractive. I have a gangly beard that looks like I've been living on a mountain with goats for 50 years. No, no, but we're changing the formats. No more commercials now, people. Now we're just going to, like, talk forever. And when we decide to end the show, it's going to end. Does that mean I can leave now? (laughs) (laughs) So, listen, I think it'll be fun. And then you don't have to worry about the pressure of the clock. Oh, man, we got two minutes to fill. Or, oh, my gosh, we only have 15 seconds. We're out of time. I understand. I'm just worried because people are going to – next week, there's going to be a camera on me. And now, I mean, I look – I'm an ugly person. I look – Has the news got you down? Why do you care? First of all, I mean, I don't have an opinion on that one way or another. I don't find you particularly offensive to look at. But, you know, I don't don't, don't roll that way, so I don't know. Because – I'll tell you why. Because don't you when you does does your wife look at you? No, she doesn't. Can I tell you something? Uh, You know, like when you were a kid growing up, we would listen to the radio. You'd listen to radio shows and this and that, and you always. 
you're like you always have a vision in your um, mind of what you like. You listen to someone talk. You're like, wow, I listen to their voice. They got a great voice or whatever it is. But you have a picture of an image of what that person looks like. And then the radio station decides to have a promo. So you show up for the special promo and you see the DJ that you've been listening to your whole life. And you're like, oh, my God, that he's a fat old slob. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, or oh, wow, what a loser. He's like bald, fat, short, pimples all over his face, but you know, but the voice well, we is used amazing. To, we used to that's all that matters, right? Golden yep. pipes. And right. and uh it's theater of the mind, we used to call it. But that, listen, we live in a video age now, everything's video. Right, but no one needs to see me. All right, that's fine. What do we want? Can we say hello to our listeners, Matt? Sure. Let me uh Hello me- listeners. <laughs> Let's take a listen who's listening today. Of course, as usual, the United States of China, Canada, Israel, Australia, and the United Kingdom. Hello, Britain, Australia, Brazil, South Africa, France, Japan again. I love that. Ooh, the Philippines. And oh, Ireland. Hello, top of the day to you with your lucky charms. <laughs> there. That was a good accent. I loved Lucky Charms when I was a kid. So did I. In fact, I have a box. Um, anyway, so did you have a good Shabbat? Um, uh, yes, except for it was really too cloudy to get into the pool. Okay. <laughs> Boy, what no, it was to- very lovely. It was it was it was relaxing. Um, you know, it was like our first weekend without any company for um, a few weeks. So it was nice to you know sleep late, not have to worry about entertaining, you know, but I have to tell you. So last week when I missed the show, right, we, I went, I had never been to the ancient city of Shiloh. Yeah. Where the tabernacle first was housed when, uh, Joshua brought the Israelites across the Jordan. Right. Yes. We had friends in from the States and they wanted to go check out Shiloh. Well, we'll take, I'll drive you out there. No problem. I always wanted to see it. And then we had dinner at a friend's house who lived in Ailey right next door. And uh, so we're driving there, and you always hear about stories like this happening, right? We're driving, and on, I know how to get there. It's pretty simple, like three turns from my house. But there was a big traffic jam on Highway 6 headed south. It was like a parking lot. So Waze tells you to exit. I exit. Okay, we'll get around this somehow. Next thing you know... We're across the security line and we're in to the territories and I'm in the Shomron. We're out of, you know, we crossed the 49 armistice line and uh, I'm like, where the heck are we? And we're following ways because now I'm like, now I'm like, uh oh, I don't know. Oh, by the way, my security system on my car to have car insurance in Israel, you were required to have a security system. So there's two kinds. You can have a punch code to unlock your ignition, you know, you put in four or five digits, and you can start your car, drive away. Or you can have a transponder where they can GPS track your automobile. So I got here, and the car that I bought, used, already had the um, transponder. So what's it cost to put the keypad in? A couple of thousand shekel. Fine, I'll just stick with the GPS thing. Every time I cross the green line and go out into Judea or Samaria, I get a yeah. phone call from the uh, security company to make sure that my car wasn't stolen and being taken over to some Arab chop shop in the territories. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, I'm following a Waze detour. I have no idea where I am, and the phone rings. 
it's my car security company. Apparently, I cross over the green line. I had no idea. I was like, wow, we're stuck. We're going. Here we are. Wait, and wait, 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 wait. So you were in like the, the Arab territories where the where the no, no, they were, signs no, say it's, no it's, Jews allowed. Oh no, we passed those signs, but we were on major, major highways. But every village we passed was an Arab village, and you see the red signs. No, oh, and there's like, like where the road divides, you'll see uh, a red arrow and a black arrow. Do not go to the red arrow. It was crazy. I was like, and then I'm like. Oh, as long as I see Israeli license plates here and there, I'm okay. Right? It was just <laughs> that, was like, that that's what your hope is for. You're you're you're, <laughs> you're laying your hope on a, on a license plate. <laughs> I hope I see a Jewish license plate now. I feel uh, I feel better, not to mention that you're crapping in your pants right now. <laughs> so right, so I, I like I'm like, wow, man, normally we we cross over the territories and we go through Ariel, which is basically like a big city, you know. And this we were way uh, north of there. And we're driving through. Next thing I know, the highway, Route 60, which is supposed to be like the main road through, you know, Judea and Samaria, yeah. puts us right through this quaint little hamlet called Huwara. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Palestinian flags hanging from the minarets on the side of the road. I, there was not another Israeli license plate in sight there was israeli soldiers every hundred meters or so on patrol and i'm like where the heck are we wow like, like on a on a on a pucker scale of one to ten i was at least at a nine and a half right <laughs> pucker scale <laughs> i just <laughs> and then, so we had our friends from america in the back seat and i'm thinking i wonder if they have any idea <laughs> and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to get anybody upset. But boy, oh boy! And I remember my—I uh, it came back to me like it was yesterday. My defensive driving skills I learned when I lived in Philadelphia in the inner city. Right, you always have to leave enough room between you and the car in front of you in case you need to peel off into oncoming traffic or a sidewalk. You're like sweating. You're not letting the, your guests know that you're taking him to enemy territory, which, you know, it's great. You obviously had the car security. You had the anti-Semitic GPS, <laughs> which which just <laughs> directed you right to the enemy. Wow, man. I was, you, you, you know, you always hear. Listen, you always hear in Israel about someone that winds up in a place they don't want to be because they followed ways. And I was like, how the heck does that happen? And it like finally happened to me. Oh, my Lord. But then. You drive through this town, and it's like any other town. These poor people are not such poor people. There are some really nice cars. They got a huge Kentucky Fried Chicken, man. <laughs> Did you stop and get some chicken? No, I heard that. Chicken. Palestinian chicken. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference. Most people won't, will never understand that. Probably one of the greatest episodes of all time. Oh, my Larry Lord. So when we Davis. finally got out of there. I breathe such a sigh of relief. Oh my! I still don't. I just still don't know if our friends really understood the like. I and I don't even know if I had a problem. So I was telling my son about it, you know, and he was a soldier. I was like, oh, by the way, that night I read in the news later on that night, some car got stoned and beat with batons in Huwara. <laughs> Hi oh! But you know, apparently that stuff really happens during the day. My son said, the villages you have to worry about are the ones where there aren't Israeli soldiers. <laughs> right. Wow. Oh. Matt, Ow, you almost, you, 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 wow. I, you, you almost uh, had uh, I almost had a permanent uh, host. <laughs> uh, uh, tomorrow would have been my permanent host if you would have passed away. 
That is crazy, man. You were like sweating, <laughs> dripping sweat. Were you like sweating? I wasn't wasn't sweating. I mean, I actually played it really cool. I have to be honest with you. Um, and you know, and, and Barb was sitting next to me, and I think she had an appreciation for where we shouldn't be. But no one said anything because we had our two friends and their 15 or 16 year old son in the back seat, and we're like, man, oh man, this could go south real fast. <laughs> Matt's getting everybody killed. And I'm like, should I take off my keypa? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, maybe I should get out with my tzitzit and kippah and ask for directions. <laughs> Excuse me. I heard there's good hummus here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know where I can get some good Arab chicken? <laughs> oh, well, you know, guess what? I saw, you know, uh, the um, Popeye's Louisiana fried chicken, which is very popular in America. Yeah, yeah, I know Popeye's. Yeah, well, they now have Popeye's Louisiana fried chicken Palestine. And there was a picture. It's a Popeye's. It's a stinking Popeye's fried chicken in English, just like you would see in the States. Popeye's Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, they're suffering. They are suffering. Uh, anyway, so that was my adventure last week. But we did have a very nice time. We made it home safely. And I can't wait to do it again. It's kind of like a thrill. <laughs> Remind me when I get to Israel not to get in the car with you. No problem. No problem. <laughs> anyway, other than that, it was like Trust a slow, me, Stephen. Like, we're, like fine. Slow, we're fine. It was like a slow news week. Nothing happened this week other than that, huh? Oh, my God. Well, apparently, uh, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, the world has exploded once again, especially over here in the United States. And now the left seems to know what a woman is all of a sudden. Isn't that amazing? I got news for you, pal. It's a big topic in Israel as well. Really? I kid you not. There's going to be a protest Thursday in Tel Aviv about the Supreme Court decision. What do they care? They, that's not. I have no idea. I think the people in Tel Aviv just like to protest. You know, it's fun. It's something to do. It's summertime. Go out, have a cold beverage. Right. So I'm sure. Uh, you know. well, anyway, Matt. so yeah, yeah. So they're having they're having um, a parade here. But then get this. The, or a protest against Roe v. Wade being overturned, which, by the way, I'm sure our listeners know, changes nothing. Right. <laughs> right. But they don't. But they don't understand that because every, they, everything they do is through emotions. Well, in, I have to tell you, I said, ah, they're protesting the United States and Israel about this. Hmm, I wonder what Israel's abortion laws are. I mean, I have no idea. They're crazy. Like, I'm like. What the what you have to get to do get an abortion in Israel? I, I can't believe they're protesting America. They should be. <laughs> you have to. Um, there's a list of requirements. You have to meet one of them, right? You fill out your form, and it's then, one of the requirements that you have to be pregnant. <laughs> yes. So then, but 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 then, like after after you uh, meet the requirements to possibly qualify to get your pregnancy terminated uh you basically here's here's the requirements you have to be this is a good one unmarried if you're unmarried you that's a qualification for abortion younger than 18 older than 40 <laughs> the pregnancy was conceived under illegal circumstances like rape statutory rape or incest uh the fetus has a birth defect or the of course the pregnancy poses a risk uh physical or mental to the mother but then if the criteria is met, the abortion then must be approved by a pregnancy termination committee. 
you have to go before <laughs> a committee to discuss your situation. To dis-. I was like, this is so horrible. And, and so, so, so a committee like a baked in has to discuss. Yeah, right. That's this hysterical. is so horrible. <laughs> and 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 first of all, let me just say, I really, you know, I, I apologize if I'm making light of it because it's like a horrible, tragic thing. But th- I mean, to have a committee you have to go before, and these people are protesting America. I'm like, wow, man. I bet you they have no idea. Well, listen, don't don't feel sorry because uh, you're not making light of it because this is lighting up on Israel News Talk Radio. That's our job, Matt. Hey, you want to hear something? So here's so here is uh, you're going to love this. So speaking of the the crazy left, um, some uh, here's uh, some news. A celebrity Jewish woman. You will like this. Uh, Pop star Pink, who happens to be Jewish and from Philadelphia, she demands that pro-life Americans never listen to my music again. <laughs> so that's what Pink wants. <laughs> so okay, I guess you know. I used to be a fan. I, I kind of. I'm, I'm going to listen to her music anyway, and and still be pro-life. Just, <laughs> just a, a, just a spider. Just Send her an email. Spider. Hey, I'm a pro-life American, and I found you because you started the uh, da 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 da, and I, I really enjoy your music. <laughs> yeah. Make um, Listen, I have to tell you something. Are you familiar with the word Schadenfreude? I think so. Right. But... It's 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 to take it's, it's it's to take pleasure from someone's oh misery. right. Yeah. That is the about. word of the week. And I, and I, here's and this is the truth. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Saturday, I was actually disturbed by how much Schadenfreude I had. I have it. I got that news. I got that news just before Shabbat entered on Friday, and uh, I I laughed myself to sleep because I have like people I know very close, and you, we know, right, are losing their minds. And I thought, ah, these people have done nothing but spread misery for like the last dozen or years or so, and now it's just so delicious. And I felt bad because I'm like, you know, really, it's like people I care about and I love. I shouldn't be taking pleasure from the misery. I just couldn't help myself. Well, that brings me to my, our first um, segment here, our first segment, whatever. It, it's a good transition. This is a new format, folks, where we're just talking, no commercial breaks. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm boring you. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. Uh, but anyway, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. And I apologize before you go. I just had a, one more thing. One more okay. thing. I, I just wanted and made me think of you. Me? Yes. What? Someone who you care about very much called the Supreme Court of the United States, the American Taliban. <laughs> Can you mention Barbara Streisand? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, <laughs> Barbara. Barbara. I tell Stephen this. Oh gosh. Yentl. Uh, hi, Barbara. Please don't don't say anything bad about Barbara. I told you. Look, I love her voice. I love her music. I hate her politics. Barbara, what are you doing to me? Did you say anything bad about her? I just told you what she said. I'm sorry. I apologize for interrupting. Computer's going crazy right now. Anyway, uh, listen. So here. Whoa, your computer's going crazy. Yeah. So is mine. The can I ask, can I ask you a question about. before I get into our first story? I'm introducing a new segment on our show, and I want to ask you something. Saturday night when we spoke after Shabbos, uh, did, were, you, uh, did you, were you at a party? Did you have a little bit to drink? Wasn't at a party. No, I, 
I'm not going to lie to you. I had a couple of drinks Friday night, but no, Saturday. What about I Saturday? Was, no? No, I, no. When you were leaving me those voicemail messages on WhatsApp? Ah, I left you voicemail messages? Yeah. And you, <laughs> you sounded oh, like. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just late at night. Come on. Well, let me tell you something, Matt. You sound very drunk late at night. You must have been extremely tired because your words were slurring. You were like, uh, I, I, I thought you were drunk. And I'm like, because his voicemail message was, Stephen, it, it's, I, I love that their heads are exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm listening to your messages. I'm like, dude, is he drunk? He's, he's leaving drunk voicemail messages on my phone. No, I don't think I was on Saturday. I, you know, if there's, we didn't have company over, so I don't, you know. Okay. Friday night we have a we have a libation or two as we're getting ready to, you know, before we start our Shabbat thing. But uh, well, I'm, I'm going to introduce our first, our new segment here. This is a new topic. Um, uh, this is called posts from self righteous liberal Jews. Ah, gah, 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 gah. Only on lighten up. So uh, as you know, everyone, we've been talking about it that in here in America and probably all over the world, but mostly in America, the, the world, uh, the people are going absolutely crazy. So all over social media, all the leftists are just going nuts. But here is a post. I wanted to read a post from a self-righteous liberal Jew. This is absolutely hysterical. OK, this is an actual post. OK, I'm going to read it. It says and it, and it says, as I'm driving through Norristown. You know Norristown. I see this poor old homeless man with a sign asking for food. Sitting next to me on my seat is a large bag of almonds. I decide to offer them to the old man, who graciously accepts them and blesses me for being an angel. As I pull away, I panicked and thought, oh, my God, what if he has a nut allergy? <laughs> and, he, and he goes into an anaphylactic shock. Stop. No, I can't. Hold on. You'll comment later. This will e <laughs> this this will either be a mitzvah or a murder. <laughs> I circled back around to make sure that he was able to eat them. He graciously said, "Oh yes, and God bless." Hashtag mitzvah. <laughs> and then wait, Matt, it gets better. Then the picture this person posts of a bag of almonds wasn't actually the real bag of almonds. It was like a stoto a, a photo stock on Google of a bag of almonds. So it's like you, you this, really had to do that virtual signal, right? Yeah, like you know the greatest mitzvah is to not even talk about it. Exactly. Like how like this person how great am I? Like who rides around with a bag of almonds? And just, and, and first then, and of then, all, first of all, if the guy had an allergy to nuts, he would have gone into anaphylaxis in her presence. <laughs> Cuz she is a nut. You know what I'm saying? Can you what what is the purpose? Why is anyone This is this is how they think. Look at me, everybody. I'm so great. I give homeless people nuts. <laughs> and then you should have seen the comments, Matt. Here's one comment from, from someone. It says, awesome. I keep soft granola bars for that reason because someone explained he couldn't eat the hard ones once. <laughs> These people are driving around with granolas and food. And here's the best one. If you, take the hard, if you take the hard granola bar and you dip it in your beer, it softens up just fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love this comment. Ready? This, this comes from someone, right? Uh, they comment on this post. 
this, check what this person does. I keep bags in my car with granola bars, mini lotions, and mini soap to give out when they are asking by my car door. I work downtown. I gave a box of granolas to a woman asking for food, and she asked what flavor it was. I said chocolate chip, and she said, no thanks. <laughs> this woman steals bars of soap and mini lotions and soap, keeps it in her backseat. Who's giving soap out to homeless people? Where are they going to take it's, showers? It's so, that she can, it's so that she can take care of the great unwashed. <laughs> Matt, do you see the insanity of these people and what they're saying? Like this woman, these people keep bars of soap and lotions and granola bars in their cars so they can feel good about themselves. Here you go, dirty old man. Here, I, I know you're homeless and you have no place to take a shower, but just rub this on your body. And here's some uh, chocolate granola bars. And even the homeless, I don't, I don't, I don't like chocolate chip. I'd rather have drugs. <laughs> <laughs> These people are insane. This is half the country in the United States. This is virtually no, 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 no. I don't think it's half the country. It might be half the country where you live, because I think both coasts are crazy in America, right? It's like you know, it's the liberal intelligentsia, whatever. I, I really do think most most of America is normal, but you'll find out in November. Well, let me tell you something. I don't believe this mitzvah happened. I, I think it's completely made up. I was going to say, I was going to say the whole, the whole Misha Goss about driving around and, and to make sure that like the guy's a grown up. Uh, okay. So he might be homeless. He doesn't know if he has an allergy to nuts. Thank you, ma'am. I'm sorry. I can't take the almonds. I'm going to, I'll die. <laughs> I just love the one homeless person that said, you know what? I don't like chocolate chip. No, thanks. Just, 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 I'd rather starve. These people are insane. Is that not the funniest thing? When I read that, I don't I was like chocolate chips. Do you have any meth? <laughs> Jeff, meth? Do you have meth with chocolate chips? That I like. Or maybe some cocaine <laughs> with uh, cookie dough flavoring. <laughs> I just love. She's like, I keep mini lotions and mini soaps in my back seat. <laughs> what is that all about? Hey, oh, Matt, I can't take it. Please, God, help, help us. Bring Mashiach now. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> <sighs> my stupid computer, man. Like, I'm sorry. I keep getting these, like, virus warnings, Stephen, and it's going bing, 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 and all these windows opening up. You and... know what? It's your GPS. It's your anti-Semitic GPS. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, speaking of anti-Semitic GPS. Yeah, what do you got? You got a story for us here, Mr. S Mr. Juneteenth actually, Marcher? Actually, ugh. I'm going to try to ignore this thing. I listen, if, if I drop off, my computer blew up, okay? Um, so get this. Uh, the, speaking of anti-Semitism, you know, Canada has a special envoy on the Holocaust and anti-Semitism. I didn't know. Okay, uh, that's nice. Um, he was supposed to come and give a speech at Ariel University, which is in the territories, um, in, in the Shomron area. So it's across, it's what people might refer to as you know, the territories or the contested territories. Other people call it that other politically charged term. Anyway, so he was supposed to come give a speech. But then he started getting so much grief from the uh, Jew-hating Arab community in Canada that he canceled it. So I thought this was this is just 
so poetic. The cowardly Canadian envoy on Holocaust and anti-Semitism canceled a speech in Israel because of actual true Nazis and anti-Semites put pressure on him. <laughs> I think he should probably not be in this field of work. <laughs> he should change his line of work. <laughs> he probably accepted the invitation and didn't realize, uh, you know, that it was a political hot potato. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, oh. Matt, can I oh, go ahead? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, go, go no, ahead. no, no. I was just gonna change gears for a second, but go ahead if you wanna no, share. No, go ahead, change. We have no commercial breaks now. This is this is a weird feeling for me. And can I tell you something? I kinda anyone like who knows, any, yeah, well, I'm not good with change. So like, you know, don't you know, you throw this change on me sixty seconds before the show. Steven, this is what we're going to do. You're going to be on camera and now no commercials. Good luck and be funny. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Did you freeze on me? Okay, wait, Matt. So last week, I have I, I read some viewer mail. He did say we can um we could talk about we could mention his name. His name is Perry. He was the one who, who wants us. He saw he recommended Solomon and Sheba. Remember? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so listen, Perry. I have to tell you something. So, Matt, did you pay the ninety nine cents for it? I'm going to tell you something, okay? I'm listening. It went, it's not 99 cents anymore. Saturday night, I went to go get it. It's $5.99. If you snooze, you lose, my man. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. <laughs> Five. Hey, we're going to change the movies to, from 99 cents to $5.99. Anyway. That's Vladimir went, Putin's price hike. Don't blame Joe Biden. Okay. So I, I I was flipping out. I'm like, wait a second. It was just 99 cents. So now, Perry, I want a, a check from Israel News Talk Radio for $5.99, basically $6. So I started to watch the movie, Perry. But I unfortunately, I put it on like late, like 1130, quarter to 12. I ended up 40 minutes in. I started to doze off. But I did watch. The, I'm going to finish watching it. I want to give a full review. So I had to stop it. And I wasn't able to finish it. But I will tell you that big movies like that back in the 1950s and Yul Brenner and that woman Lola Brigida. What's her name? Gina Lola Brigida. Whatever. I tell you, th back then, th the king and queen of overacting. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> it was melodramatic was the style. I love old movies. Yes, I am Solomon. Yeah, but it, it was. It was uh, yeah, well, he said he said apparently there was a great line towards the end. Okay, well, you, this movie is two hours and 21 minutes. Okay, ah, so I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Perry. I wasn't staying up till two in the morning. <laughs> and I spent $6. And you know what it said? It said, uh, once you start the movie, you have 48 hours to complete it. And I did this on Saturday night. It's now Monday morning. I may have lost my $6, Perry. And if that's the case, you better write a check and send it into Israel News Talk Radio, Perry. No, no, don't write and, and send a check, please. <laughs> don't, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Perry. I'm just kidding. Please don't really do that. Well, listen, I, I got <laughs> But if you do, make it out to Steve Miller. <laughs> so you have Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon. Right, right, right. So, you know, I told you I can't access my Amazon here because they have, you know, long story short, I don't know, I'm paying for it for nothing. Amazon now has a new technology. Do you have Alexa in your house? I, I, I know what it is. I've had it, but I, I got rid of it all. But yeah. Do you know that you can now get your loved ones, your deceased loved ones voice programmed into your Alexa so that your loved ones talk to you in your house? Oh, God. How is How that possible? How creepy is that? I don't know. I was, I was reading this like a tech thing. 
How stinking. Listening to your deceased mother read The Wizard of Oz to your sons and daughters may soon become a reality. Ew. <laughs> hey, hey, kids, would you like dead grandma to read you a story? <laughs> that will make my kids freak out. If they're make like, me freak out, man. Hey, would you like uh, Grandpa to read your story? I thought he died. Uh, well, kind of. <laughs> listen, for, listen for, after my father-in-law passed away um, for like a couple of years, actually, I think even until my mother-in-law moved, every time she called, the caller ID came up with his name. <laughs> Rick, Barb, your dad's calling. <laughs> Long distance. <laughs> oh, my God. That's creepy. I that is that uh, that is no no. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to. No. I said I try to you know I try to keep my stories to things you know Jewish related or Israel related. You know it's the, it's the station we're on. But I saw this one. and I'm like I got to mention this. This creeps me out. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, that was the story. That was just a story. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were moving on to something no, else. No, you were talking about out. Amazon, and it made me, made me think about that. I was like, oh, you, you should totally get that. Oh, okay. No, no, I don't want to hear dead people's voices. I, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I can have my, my father come back and, 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 and uh, have him yell at me constantly. I was just going to say, if my dead father's voice was on mine, he'd be like, what are you? I told you, you dummy. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't even say what my father used to yell. <laughs> it would be, yes, like, it was beep, frequently beep, beep. Bad, <laughs> Matt, here's a funny story. You're going to love this, okay? Um, this comes out of Israel. You should be very proud. Uh, it says, uh, study shows people are drawn to others who smell like them. <laughs> it says, research by the Israel's Weizmann Institute finds that making friends, people often click with those who smell similar before establishing other common interests. So, there, there was this whole study going on in Israel about people who tend to click with each other uh, and why they're friends with each other. And it's all because they like each other's smell or it's a familiar smell. So I can just say to you, Matt, that I knew that we clicked right away because you you have an odor about you that I really, truly enjoy. <laughs> hmm. And and wow. and. Oh, you're going to love this. So you want to hear about the uh, experiment? Oh. This, this is Yes, actually... I do. I want to know how they did this one. Okay, so this is what it they did. It makes me think of, like, animals sniffing each other. So you know what I'm saying? Oh, this is exactly what... Let's be friends. you a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you smell good. Let's be friends. Uh, anyway, so it says, after an extensive recruitment effort, uh, they, they took 20 pairs, half, 20 pairs of people, half of whom were male, the other half female, all ages between uh, aged between uh, 22 and 39 years old, in order to prevent contamination or outside factors influencing their samples. All participants had to follow a strict protocol that included avoiding pungent foods, because we all know that's going to make you smell bad. No curry! Please do not eat any how, curry! Listen, you live in Israel. How do you avoid, like, pungent foods? I mean, everything has got, you know, spice or, you know... Right. There's no, there is no bland food here. No. So it said, right. So it says no punching foods. You have to sleep away from your partner because we all know you don't want that smell on you. <laughs> <laughs> and this, you like that one. Eh? I had to, I'm trying to keep it clean. Um, but this is, uh, and then this one, I didn't understand. It says, and pets in a clean cotton t-shirt that was provided to them. I don't know, understand really what that means. But anyway, so that was how they your, did it. Your pet has to be in a clean cotton t-shirt? 
I, I don't know. I really don't understand. But it says the T-shirts, you had to wear a certain T-shirt and you had to keep away from all. You couldn't be with your partner and you couldn't uh, eat pungent, spicy food and, and smell like a 7-Eleven. I'm out, uh, man. I'm out. You can keep that study. Stuff it. I'm not. So keep he, away from the, my partner. No spicy food. It, it gets worse. <laughs> so then the T-shirts were collected in a Ziploc bag. And here they were tested with an electronic nose. <laughs> And this electronic nose was had sensors on it. This is what's great about Israel. They have such great technology. Uh, it was equipped with sensors to analyze chemical compositions. So the researchers found that the odor signatures of friends that clicked, you know, were statistically more closely matched than odors between people that weren't friends. So then to, to make sure that this electronic nose was correct and accurate to assess this, and they 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 hired um, a a team recruited human smellers. <laughs> they hired people to st- human. They recruited human smellers and devised a set of tests to check the validity of the results of the electronic nose. Like so what kind of fetish? What kind of fetish do those human t- smellers have? Oh, 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 yeah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't like well, that one. <laughs> how would you like to be like, you know, you, you need a little extra cash. You go uh, you go look in the uh, want ads. You find this, uh, you know, oh, be a part of a science experiment. And then you end up being a human smeller and you got to smell people. <laughs> I mean, and it said in one of these tests, for example, the human smellers were presented with three odors, two from a pair of people that were friends and one that was like an outsider. They successfully identified the pairs and rejected the one that wasn't friends with them. So apparently a human smeller can tell they took three odors. I just, the whole thing is just bizarre. This is what they're doing in Israel? Why? <laughs> mm. like, you why? smell good. Let's be friends. <laughs> now, is it like romantic interests or just friends? No, it's, 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 yeah, it's just people who like to hang out with each other. They're basically Israel has come to the conclusion that uh, – People tend to flock to each other because they have a similar scent. It's like with dogs, you know, so everyone probably goes around and sniffing each other's butts. <laughs> a bunch of Jewish, a Jewish smellers. I love it. I'm a human smeller. Hey, I got paid 50 shekel. <laughs> That's like, I don't know, man. Anyway, Matt, Matt, if you're hard up for money in Israel, I think you should volunteer to be a human smeller. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, thank you. Actually, I do. I am a. I, I do have a very keen sense of smell, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Which, so which, which doesn't always work in my favor. I will tell you. <laughs> Don't have pungy spite. Pungy. So food. listen. I, I just before before we time out. Yeah. What what's this, going on with the time here? I mean, I how long have we going, been man. talking? We're just, we're just. Oh, uh, I don't know. About you know three days. No. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about okay. it. But I just wanted to talk about something that I also find very amusing. So okay. do you know that our government is collapsing? Yes, Israel, I right? love it. Mazaltov. Right? Well, I'm not really sure. You know, look, it presents its, its challenges, but I guess, you know, you can't get a new government until the old one, you know, goes away. Yeah. But we're not going to have elections till they say September or October. So, yeah, make it October, November because Jewish holidays, whatnot. Yeah. The co-prime minister is going to take over until then. So Yair Lapid, who can best be described, I think, as, as, as a mimbo, which is like a male bimbo. 
the guys like I don't want to like compare his intelligence to rocks because that's just not fair to rocks. <laughs> he's, this guy is going to host Joe Biden in July. I know he's the Jewish Joe Biden. Good. Now Joe you know Biden. how we suffer. I was like, you've got was a like, moron running the country. Like, we're going to have Dumb and Dumber in Jerusalem. Hey, <laughs> how? Hey, you know what? You know, the, the experiment that I was talking about uh, the hair, the uh, the the smelling. Joe's now. Yeah, yeah, now I understand why Joe Biden sniffs women's hair. He's he's trying to find a new best friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's. Um, it's and then he apparently Joe Biden when he's visiting is going to actually go to Ramallah to meet with uh, the Nazis of the Palestinian Authority out there. Yes, he the, the United States allies themselves. And you know he doesn't realize they don't like him out there. I hope uh, I hope he's met with a lot of protests. Wouldn't it be funny if his motorcade got stoned? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe maybe that you can uh, install some anti-Semitic GPS like yours, and it could send him right into the. Uh... <laughs> uh, I think his convoy is going to be perfectly safe. <laughs> I think he's going to, you know, they're not going to mess with that. Oh, hey, Jelly, Jelly, they love me over here. Look, they're they're throwing rocks. There, that means they love us. That's an Arab old. Arab culture. <laughs> Show your love by throwing rocks. Can we get ice cream? Hey, look, a Popeye's chicken. Ah. A Popeye's chicken, right? Popeye's Louisiana chicken right here in uh, Ramallah. Wow. I feel like I'm back home. So they actually have now three. Listen, life is so hard for them in the territories. They have three competing fried chicken franchises. They got Kentucky fried chicken. They have Arab fried chicken, which is a real thing. And now they have um, uh, Popeye's. Listen, I'm going to recommend anyone, all the uh, whoever can go online, and if you're interested in watching a show, uh, you can watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, and please look at episode, find the episode, it's called Palestinian Chicken, and that's exactly what um, Matt is uh, really talking funny. about. It was funny. It's <laughs> one of the greatest episodes of all time, and... I'm not even going to go into it, but I'm going to recommend that everybody listening go on. You can somehow find it. Just put in Palestinian chicken, Larry David, and that episode, watch it. And that is what's going. That's what Matt is referring to. It's the most hysterical, probably one of the funniest episodes I've ever seen in my life in television history. Dun, dun, dun. I was not actually a big fan of that show, but that one made me laugh. Mm, okay. Larry David. All right. Another show about nothing. Right. Um, here you go. Well, we, we can end the show soon, um, I guess. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, but here, here's a here's a crazy story. <laughs> You'll like this one, Matt. Bus driver says he didn't know his gummy snacks. I have that back. story. I swear, I have that story. I was like, oh my god. I'm like, <laughs> you have the same one. Same one. Oh my god. I th this remind this reminded me of you. <laughs> this happened. Th this happened in Connecticut. Apparently, this bus driver, his name was uh, Jin Huan Chen. He was some guy from China who was eating gummy bears as he was driving a bus and passed out in the bus because his gummy bears were was laced with uh, pot. He didn't know it. Wait a minute. So I'm reading the story, but you know what else jumped out at me with this story? He what? passed out driving a bus because he was so stoned. Uh, I, uh, when I'm reading the article... Chen, who had to speak through a Chinese interpreter. <laughs> I know. He didn't even stop right there. 
He doesn't speak English, and he's driving a bus? Yeah, how does he get a license in America? hi Hey, listen, to drive a bus. Is that, you know, <clears throat> I guess since he didn't speak English, that's how he didn't know they were weed uh, gummies. Oh, these are bad gummy bear ever. I don't speak English. I know pot. It's not pot. I just love candy. And listen, nothing for nothing. I, you know, uh, it was before I made Aliyah, I came to Israel. I was out in Colorado skiing with a friend of mine. Ah, hey, you're in Colorado. I had some of those gummies. I didn't do a thing. <laughs> I was like, okay, I have another one. Another one. It was like, do you remember that show WKRP in Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there was an episode for Thanksgiving where they had a state trooper in the studio with Dr. Johnny Fever, and he did a shot of alcohol like every 15 minutes, and they kept testing his reflexes to show people why you shouldn't drink and drive. And every shot that he took, his reflexes got better. <laughs> it's like when I ate the gummy bears, I was like, there's nothing. I don't know. Well, Chen, the the bus but driver, Chen, but Chen got stoned. He did, but apparently he's like, I thought I thought it said MSG, not THC. <laughs> <laughs> no MSG, no THC. That is it's so a, funny. That is so funny that I, I I found that story too. I was like, I just got to save this one. This is so funny. The guy doesn't speak English and he's driving a, a bus, eating a bag of gummy bears, passing out. Too crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and it said here through his interpreter, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, but he has a sweet tooth and likes candy. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, who doesn't, right? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Maybe these self-righteous liberals can, can have a bag of gummy bears and give that out to the homeless people. <laughs> and that they would take. And that will they will take. And on that note, we should we, we can wrap up. We're getting the note. Wrap up. I think we've been blabbing for fifty over fifty minutes. What do you think? Has the How news the first got you down? Of this new format? Not with these funny guys. Well, people, I hope you enjoyed it. Up with because Steve like Miller and like Matt Zucker. Oh, and next week we may be on camera. So great. So now you can all see how ugly I am. But I'm wearing my pajamas, people. I don't care what you think. We're going to have to do like, you know what? We're going to have to do like uh, change hats or like, remember the gong show? Chuck Barris, the guy who uh, was the host, he would always have different hats. We'll have to like when we're on video. I don't know. Next week, something. I'm going to mix it up. And next week, I'm going to be the unknown comic and just put a paper bag over my head. And that's what you're going to look at. People. I was thinking about doing one of those filters and giving myself like cat ears and whiskers. Yeah. Well, we'll play around with it. So get ready, people. You're going to see how ugly we are, especially Matt. <laughs> I don't care. I just wish I, I had hair. I just wish I had hair. Oh. 15 seconds, that's it. Thank you very much, everybody. I love you so much, Shavua Tov. Thanks for listening, everyone, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India. And I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Doc Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.